Hey, Rick got me in. Got got me uh, beat a little bit, but it will not win. It just delayed me, but I'm here before the before the day ends. It's close, but I'm here. Anyway, speak up. We're still in. Developing the leader within you 2.0. Here we go. Developing the leader in you 2.0 by Oops, the other way. By uh, no. By John Maxwell. <laughs> Anyways, he was talking about a speak-up environment. Do you work in a speak-up environment? Well, let's take a look here. When people are asked to share their problems or to offer ideas for the organization. What happens? Do people become silent? Do they withdraw? Do they avoid any eye contact and try to keep low profile? If so, you are not in a speak-up environment. And it's tough when you're not in that kind of environment, particularly if you're a person with ideas and you want to help other people to not be in a speak-up environment, they, they just ignore you. It, you just tend to like wither like a flower. Not good. So how do you do that? Well, if you're the leader, you never want to promote that you like you have all the answers. And you always want to ask a lot of questions. And you want to coach those around you. That was that's probably one of the biggest things I love to do is is teach someone something new. But I had to learn that not everyone that you want to, when they ask a question, want to learn something new. So you've got to be cognizant of that sometimes. That you're not just pushing yourself. Then they won't ask you anything. <laughs> Anyways, socialize ideas. This is a great one. Socialize ideas. We all have lots of ideas. And I said before and i'll tell you again write them down we lose so many of these ideas because we don't take the time to write them down i told you i was riding my bike the other weekend and i i uh, had an an idea for a book name and i said oh no i'm gonna keep writing i said no i need to stop because i know i know myself and that idea is here now and 15 minutes from now i'll be racking my brain trying to figure out what was i thinking of what was the name of that book that I thought of? And I can't put my finger back on it. It drives you crazy when you do that. So I've got I've got one of those apps. You probably have one of those apps too, where you can record at a moment's notice. You just press one button and start recording. So I recorded that name of the book so that I can go back there and you know, click on a button and say, "Hey, the name of the book was I forgot who it was now." Uh, you can do. Uh, Get out of my way. Yeah. Get out of my way. Thoughts. Life-changing thoughts for you. Get out of my way. Life-changing thoughts. That was the title. I remember it now because I wrote it down. If I hadn't written it down, I probably wouldn't remember it. <laughs> I didn't write it down. I listened to it. Well, I listened to it, and then I, I believe I did write it down in one of my books. Anyways, one of the other things, so socialize ideas. And, and that's great because, you know, so many times I was talking about that a little bit yesterday. You have conversations, you know, and something's on your mind. Talk to someone about it. 
even if it's someone new and you've got an idea running by him, you just don't know people's background. And it's fascinating how how people approach different ideas. You would have thought one way, and they think another. And, and particularly, you get an executive or someone in those areas, and they take a different approach. Or if it's someone else, or even sometimes the janitor may come up. Did you know that uh, in the that there was a uh, a janitor guy that helped with the discovery of the light bulb with Edison? I believe I've read the story one time. It talked about that. Just a janitor had come by and it made a suggestion, and then Thomas Edison used it. And behold, here we are. Here I am sitting in front of a light now. All because of him being willing to not always have all the answers himself, but be willing to ask people and acquire them. So, uh, one of the big things in this other section, it talks about always come up with more than one solution. And he did this comparison about his old approach versus his new approach. And I think this is valuable for us to dig into today. He said, yesterday's approach, settle for the first solution. Nah. Today's approach, pursue multiple solutions. Why? Well, have you ever used a computer? There's always more than one way to do something. You may figure out one way, another person does it a different way. You know, I, I deal with um, uh, uh, data and getting data into it out of database. There's like a hundred different ways you can do it. And just to be in that creative sense to figure things out. That's why I'm late on the phone on here now because I had some data that needed to be inputted, and I had I had an idea that it could be done because I had enough data points that matched, or I could match up enough data points to be able to pull data together to actually get it into the form I needed so that it, they would be happy with the solution in the morning. When they get have to use the data, it will be more accurate. And of course, I did it. But nothing takes as long as you think. It takes like twice as long, which is, you know, Ruby's law. Anything you think is going to take an hour, it's probably going to take three. And that's about what it did for me. <laughs> All right, so don't settle on one. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Multiple solutions. Pursue multiple. Focus only on one problem. That's the old approach. Focus only on one problem. The uh, Today's approach is explore all opportunities. You just never know. Just never know where it'll come from. Don't don't give up so easily. Don't shut away from an idea. Yeah, I learned uh, there's this thing. I don't know if you ever used it before on your phone called a boomerang. I didn't know what it was, and then uh, one of my mentors showed me. He said, "This is what you could do. And you do different things." And I've started to use boomerang uh, photo taking. It's pretty in interesting stuff, though. Be able to do that, you can actually add text and change colors and all kinds of stuff. But you got to be willing to get out there and try. All right. Um, the old approach, fear, uncertainty. The new approach, embrace ambiguity. Nothing is really straightforward. So why not just embrace the fact that things are not black and white? So many times things are not black and white. 
and it, you miss something if you if you try to keep it that way. Okay, conform to the rules. That's the old approach. The new approach. Celebrate the creative. Man, this is you know I talk to my kids about this all the time. They'll they'll they're learning, but they'll come up and they'll say, "Oh, the rule says this, this you can't do that." And I'm like, oh, "Come on now." I tell them, because I, I told them the story I learned a long time ago that, you know, people, rules are made f- for the convenience of those who make them. If the rules, that's a, that's a powerful statement. Rules are made for the convenience of those who make them. Well, let me unpack that for you. If I apply for a job and I don't have a quite, a quite the qualifications, if I don't like you and we don't have any chemistry, then any little thing on the list means you can't make it. But if I apply for a job and we hit it off and it's like we got, you know, cousins two, 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 uh, two uh, lines, two generations below, and they, they're just packed with each other. The fact that you only have fifty percent of the uh, rule, the, the uh, qualifications, doesn't matter. You can get the job. True story. I was an agent for an insurance company. I was not a salesman. But he said, "Well, if you can get a job inside the corporation, then go for it." Well, I had made friends in the underwriting department of the company, so I knew I was already hooked up. <laughs> so. He signed off on it, no, perfectly knowing I'm not going to be able to get a job in the corporation because people normally go from inside out to the uh, sales side, but never from the sales side in. So he just knew he could sign off and it wasn't going to happen anyways. Well, not only did it happen, but they had signed me up so fast that on the first day, which was like a week or two weeks later, as I walked into the HR office, they looked and said, hold on, we don't even have an application or any paperwork on you. So they said, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, Just go ahead and go on up there. Here's your badge. and Just go up there and and get started with the class, and uh, we'll take care of the paperwork later. Bam! Exactly. And so each time I tell my kids, I said, yeah, rules are the main convenience of those who make them. If people like you and they are attracted to you, they will find a way to let you do it. One more story. I told this one before, but under a different context. I was in the Navy Reserves, and I was in a billet in a uh, different, they have different uh, communities, and I'm normally on ships, but I got uh, got to work in the Submariner community. Well, I thought it was going to be a short time, but since it was going to be long, I decided to go on an exercise with him. I had a great time with these Samaritans. Then about three months later, you know, I'm out doing yard work, and I get a call from this captain in the Samaritan community, and he calls and he says, hey, uh, we got an exercise coming up, and we want you to, to run it. And I'm like, what? Who, who told you I could run it? I only been on one of these things. He said, well... We asked your XO, which is the second in charge of the unit. They said, we said, of all the people in your unit, who do you think could run an exercise? And he chose you as a, 
Okay, but not quite sure what I'm doing. Oh, don't worry about it. We'll put a senior enlisted guy on your team. And uh, he has a lot of knowledge. So if you have running any problems, he's right there with all the answers that you need. I was like, wow. That was solidification number two. Uh, uh, what was it? Conform to the rules. People break the rules all the time for their convenience. They, they, but they use the rules. It's not what they want. Think about that. Think about it. So I say that to say this. If you portray and you come off with a positive attitude and you attract people to you, they'll find ways to get you into their organization just because they know the impact, that positive impact you'll have on the corporation itself. So I say that to say this. That's why we work on our confidence so that we start to realize the possibilities that we can do. Don't worry about the how. I just gave you two examples. The how takes care of itself. If you're in the right spirit and the right mind, I was listening to Les uh, Brown and his daughter talking about it's all about the mind and keeping the mind in the right place at the right time. And truly, by just maintaining a, a regular positive mental state focused on what you're trying to achieve, you will attract resources and people that you never dreamed you could. But you got to believe in you. It all begins in you. Build you. Build you and you. He talked about, uh, they talked about, yeah, it's not a matter of wanting, it's a matter of being. Be what you want to be. And you attract the people that you need to accomplish what you want to do. Man, I'm only halfway through a comfort. Okay. Uh, uh, yesterday's approach says, possess a narrow view. Connect the unconnected. Broaden your awareness. Get out and do different things. Because by doing that, that broadens your mind so that you can connect things that you never thought you could connect before. And it can make a tremendous difference in your life. What you can accomplish with being uh, broad-minded, understanding lots of things, being curious, asking questions about things that may have just a curiosity bent about you. And ask, how does that work? You know, that, that's interesting. Explain a little bit to me. I do that sometimes. As a matter of fact, you want to talk about what friends and influence people. <clears throat> when you ask people, ask people about what they're good at. Oh, man, they light up like a Christmas tree and they tell you all this great stuff. And you learn so much detail about so many things. That's why when me and my wife are on vacation all the time, we go to go on those uh, museum tours because the people are so knowledgeable. And, and, and it's not just a knowledge thing. When you get those really great uh, uh, commentators or whatever you call people bringing around tour, tour guides, man, they give you so much intimate information because they're just 
soak and absorb they continue to read that stuff and you hear the stories and you're like i never knew that it's like wow that is pretty wild how that happened yeah so okay your years yesterday's approach uh fear uh yesterday's approach is fear task taking risk and then today's approach don't fear failing hey you're not feeling you're not winning <laughs> Every day you end up failing on something. I fail today and, and you know I end up spending some time late at night, but you learn. The only way you're gonna learn is by failing. But the key is not to get all bent out of shape when you fail. Just to work to get yourself out of the hole. <laughs> Have limited choices. That's yesterday's approach. Today's approach. Enjoy many options. And on that note. We'll talk about dreams and goals. I hope you're working on them. I hope you have some. Because here's what happens. You see, you, you find, you decide what you want. Now, this is the this is the tough part, is you need to let go of the how and let your mind expand about the possibilities. Because a lot of times the how is not there. And we and if we try to rationalize, we, we limit ourselves to our creativity. But if we let go, and then as if we, we let go and let life and we live in the moment and dream of those things, you'd be surprised how resources and people come into your life that allow you to do the the things that you were didn't even think were even in the realm. I mean, I look at being in the Navy, I never thought I'd get to Rio de Janeiro. Yes, I've been to Rio de Janeiro. I've been all over Rio because I, I was part of a uh, Navy unit in which we supported the ships, when they came in, I was on the shore side, and, um, you know, I was all over real. And what a beautiful place that is. Or to be in Saudi Arabia or in Bahrain. I mean, these are places that, at the Amalfi Coast, and I, uh, that's a dream to bring my wife to. I mean, I fell so in love with the Amalfi Coast of Italy. Small little shops, winding roads. When you go into the restaurant, all they serve is just whatever the catch of the day is. I don't drink wine, but they, the, the, they, the wine is fresh from the vineyards up in the hills just above the restaurant. The vegetables are fresh, and there's only one menu. Before you get dessert, they give you the limoncello to clear your palate. Oh, man. It's, it's oh, to dream, to dream is to live. You've got to dream, and don't let the world condense and and mesh out those dreams. Bring them back up. Yes, probably a year from now. No, I need to put a date on it. I'm not going to do it on here, but I'm going to put a date on it. It's getting close to that time where I need to take her back. 
and do that probably a week or not, not a week. It's going to be at least two weeks, probably a month on the Amalfi Coast of Italy. Man, what a beautiful, beautiful place that is. It's like paradise. But that's my dream. That's not yours. Get your own and your goals. Now, let me give, I got off track there because I got caught up in the dream. But, and then the set goals. And I was talking about many options. I talk about when you have that goal you and you don't know the how yet. But if you have a choice and you get to make that first decision, you make the decision, whichever decision is going to take you in the direction of where you're heading. So you make that decision. And then, lo and behold, past that one, there's two more options. Then you have to choose between those two options. And you always are thinking and focused on the goal and where you're heading. So you choose the one that's going to take you in the direction you know you need to go. And now you end up with three options. But just think, as I said, if you never made the first one, you wouldn't know about the other two or the other three behind that. And then the five or six that come behind that. All because you didn't stand still and say stagnant. You knew where you were heading. And it was one little step at a time. And those steps pile up. And then it gets easier. Tougher and easier at the same time. But the choices become more many, more plentiful. And then you, your belief is solidified and then and deepened. And then your excitement and your emotion starts to, to rise up because you know that it's real. It's possible, even though you thought it was a pipe dream when you said it. Now it's becoming a reality. And then you begin to work harder. Sleep is only an optional thing now because you're, you're just so focused and fixated on where you're going anyways oh man i got i got a little carried away there. anyways so that's our lesson today is to choose many options to speak up socialize our ideas and just remember there's more than one way to skin a cat more than one solution to any problem just like a computer, you can do things a hundred different ways. But it all is in the mind and in the belief. And that belief, oops, sorry about that. And that belief is what makes, come on, stop hitting, I keep touching my computer. Sorry about that. And it's in that belief that things really happen. Until tomorrow, even though this is late, I was still very excited. <laughs> because this is, this, is, this is what I love, man, is to see you grow. Build those dreams. Trust your instincts. Trust your intuition. We'll get into that another day. Thank you. Have a good night.